The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's 2.05. It's uh, hump day. Is it really? Oh, you know it what? It is. I got it right. It's a special hump day as well. Because, oh, it's a Halloween hump day. Well, that too. But this is the last Wednesday of the month, which means Dr. Gantz will be joining us this afternoon at 3 o'clock with another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? And uh, ooh, is this a delicious topic. Oh. We're going to talk infidelity. Yeesh. Yikes. And you know how I like to, uh, you know, anytime Gantz is in talking about issues, I, I like to sort of weigh in with, uh, you know, hey, here's my own... <laughs> Personal, well, there'll be none of that today. Infidelity. All Gans all time. Just talk Gans. You just go, buddy. (laughs) And it is Halloween, friends. It is Halloween. It is. So, again, uh, did you know this? You're 43% more likely to get hit by a car tonight Uh because it is Halloween. So just another reminder, uh, when you're getting the kids ready to go out, make sure the drivers can see the kids. Glow sticks, flashlights, always a good idea. Reflective tape helps. Yeah. Watch out for drunk drivers. Uh, Government study in the States found uh, they cause about 14% of all casualties associated with people on Halloween being hit by cars. And make sure that your kids are able to walk and see in their costumes as well. You know, sometimes it's difficult to walk because a lot of the accidents are kids falling. Well, well, kids off fall, steps, stepping right? off, and yep. you know, and, and it can be tricky. Let's be real; it can be tricky in uh, you know this part of the world that we live in, when oftentimes we have to bundle up and we're putting our kids in snow suits and that sort of yep. thing. But yeah, um, just. Uh, Keep that in mind. Yeah, today today as well as yeah. coming up at uh, 2.35. It's almost become an annual thing for us. We're going to talk about how spooky ghost Edmonton stories. is. Yeah, ghost stories with uh, Nadine Bailey. Always enjoy talking to Nadine. She does those ghost tours and that sort of thing, right? So Yes. But she knows all the haunted sites in Edmonton. Oh, I want to ask her about that hospital. The Campsell? Yeah, is that the one? Well, the Campsell Hospital, Is it still yes. standing? Uh, yeah, someone's going to turn them into... Uh, I think Gene Dub is turning them into condos Oh, I think that's point. probably a bad idea. Really? Wouldn't you want to live in a haunted place? Well, Carol says she would. I'd prefer to stay there for the weekend. I, you know what? Um, you did the uh, haunted house tour <laughs> I did. in New Orleans. I did. Um, the, and, uh, uh, the bewitching uh, 2 o'clock in the morning tour, yeah? Yeah, which, I mean, really, you could probably walk into any bar at 2 o'clock on Bourbon in Street, New Orleans, New Orleans yeah. and it's pretty much haunted. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, it was more the experience than it was the sightings, right? You get locked in a house. It's notoriously haunted, as are many, as you've just mentioned, houses in uh, New Orleans. But... You were given the opportunity to basically put your money where your mouth is because they were prepared and I took them up on it. Okay, we'll lock you in the most Mm -hmm. active part of the house by yourself. And I, I was the only one who volunteered to do it. Oh, you were the only one that probably had gone to the bathroom first, and so they didn't have to run out to exactly. the bathroom. Exactly. Like, I'd had a smoke, I'd had a drink, I'd You're gone to the to bathroom. Go. I'm good. <laughs> Let's do this. And I was tired of, like, the group I was with anyways, and there was a bed in that room, and I thought, bonus. <laughs> 2.30? You wonder who's died in it, of course. I was but. just um, pulling some clips from some scary movies. I didn't get to all of them, but as you know, I'm not a fan of scary movies, and <laughs> on this list of... Um, 
that came out today of uh, the the greatest horror movies of all time. What tops the list, of course, is a, is a movie that I've never seen, but I just watched uh, a scene in it. Yes. Is yeah. It, is it I'm, The Exorcist? Yeah, I'm yeah. still not watching it. <laughs> Uh, well, the other day when you asked me, I said that's probably the scariest movie ever made, The Exorcist, especially at the The Exorcist, especially at the time because there wasn't a whole lot of movies on that yeah. particular topic that centered on possession and that kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, there was a list. Uh, th- it's top ten scary movies, and then the top twenty best horror movies. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure really what's the difference between the two of them because they pretty much the same for me, but the top 10 scary movies, uh, number one is Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street, but on that list in number four is possibly one of the ones that I still think is one of the scariest movies that I've actually sat through, which is Hannibal Lecter. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, uh, that one got me pretty good, but I'll tell you something. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) The books were more terrifying. (laughs) The whole series of the Hannibal Lecter books, terrifying. Really? Oh, my goodness. Huh. Oh! Terrifying. Anywhere, uh, anyway, the the 20 uh, best uh, horror movies, The Exorcist, number one, Halloween, then Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh. Did you see that one? Nightmare on Elm Street. I think so. Mm. I can never remember. They're all kind of the same, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. They kind of blend in a little bit, and I don't want to like just throw it out there that, oh, that's the one where, because our text line will heat up. With people saying I'm wrong. Listen to this, though. I found this. I totally forgot about it. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy. You all know me and he's scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. The Nightmare on Elm Street song, or Nightmare on My Street. Oh, yeah. Street. But, I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm asleep. I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Remember that? I do. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so let's, we'll have some fun with them sure. Halloween things today. There's uh, other things to get to as well. Speaking of uh, scary things, can I just throw this yeah. out here? Um, I don't know how your morning was, but I got here, and I, we often joke about what time I get here, uh, but today it's no joke. I, our intro music was practically playing when I walked in the door. And the reason was, today was Change Over My Tires mm. Day. Maddie went to do it, so I didn't have to go, but I can't come to work without a car. Now, she had an appointment for 10 a.m., and the deal was 10 a.m., by 11, you're out of there, car wash, coffee, and back home again. Well, at 1 (laughs) o'clock, she was still there, so three hours. And my question is, what's the point of an appointment because it clearly, obviously, you've seen pit she, she crews. Was, she was at the appointment to have your tires changed at, for, for three hours. For three hours. Yeah, you got to book the very first one in the morning. Yeah, but the thing is, why give an appointment time? You know, the, obviously, oh, and I don't want to... conversation before. Uh, see, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to dump... I, mm-hmm. I like this particular tire place, and they do good work, and, and they're friendly and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say, you know, who it is or where they are or whatever. But it's one of those things, and you see it with doctors, dentists, you see it, you know, with medical appointments predominantly, but why would you book so many appointments for your business that your customer has to wait three hours to get the car back? Because they will. Whether that's right or wrong, it's not good customer service in any way. I don't know. I, I would think that changing tires 
guessing. Well, hey, let's be real. I, I've not changed a whole lot of tires in my life. But if my job was to change tires, I would expect to know that uh, I need to change two tires, and this is how long it should take. Right. Four tires, this is how right. long it should take. Now, I don't expect so them to be pit crews, and that's what I was going to exactly, say. Exactly, but know. so therefore, you book the time the way it should yeah. be. I mean, unless a bunch of people showed up sick that day, there could be other reasons, or maybe somebody had an emergency, possibly, but three hours? Did she get an answer? Did she ask why? Yeah, she went back every hour, and they just said, look, we're really busy. And, you know, Maddie, Maddie's Maddie. She was like, well, then why did you book me in yeah. at, at 10? And he, and he said... Well, you know, we we really recommend you just leave the car and bring it back later. And she was like, yeah, "Well, then what's the point of an appointment? Like, I could have just dropped it at eight and picked it up at five. Yeah. And she was, and he said, "Yeah, that we recommend that." Well, th then don't book an appointment. But then, just to make matters worse, and I'm not complaining. It was kind of funny because I'm at home doing work, so it was okay. <sighs> she zipped home. She had to move some of her customers because she now wasn't going to yeah. get to her work on time. Didn't get the car washed. Didn't have time. That's fine. So she came home, ran downstairs with the coffee, so God bless her for that, and said, here's your coffee, I gotta go, and she left, right? So then, I was already a little late as a result of that, but I was ready to go, can't find my keys. Where's my keys? And then Maddie texts, oh my God, Dad, I have your keys. Like, she's all the way across town, they're in her jacket, right? She goes, do you have a spare set? I go, I do, but I, there's other keys on that chain that I might need, like, for example, to lock my house, or get to my office, or, you know. So we, we worked around all of that. But I, I searched for them for a good mm. 30 minutes. Yeah. And it never even dawned on me. Like, I didn't connect the two that I'll bet you they're sitting in Maddie's pocket, right? So it's just been... Oh, it's been one of those days. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. this is the first time I felt like I can breathe. Oh, good. I'm glad one of us is. Yeah, really? What's going no, on? Just here? a little wound today. Okay. Yeah, just a little wound today. Just um, uh, some some dog issues again last mm. night. Some sick dogs again last night. Uh, the, the old worst. girl. It's just the old girl, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's it's just been tough and, and not a lot of sleep and just yep. things. You I know, totally life get just it. gets in the way sometimes. I'd offer you a hug, but you know I don't like them. Yeah, we don't hug. Yeah. Uh, you know, after uh, we take a break and perhaps before we talk haunted houses and locations in uh, Edmonton, such good news. Uh, we have to sort of, you know, weigh it up a little bit for what it's worth. Such good news, though, the story you sent me last night about the CRA scam. Yeah, this is interesting, and yeah. hopefully it's legit. Yeah, you I mean, hope. The Mounties are involved now, which is good. Right. So the Mounties had sent a Mountie, and the FBI had sent a representative over to India uh, to help local officials crack down on this CRA scam, the phone centers. And tip of the hat to CBC Marketplace that yes. did the investigation. They've been, you know, over the past few months, they did this, they kind of went in, looked at stuff, and uh, when uh, when the um, the when the um, the folks in India were asked, well, do you need help with this? Has Canada, no, they haven't, they haven't asked, but right. now Canada is involved, the RCMP is involved, right. and they're hoping to uh, maybe, if you're lucky, probably not, retrieve some of your money. Yeah, here's the thing because that was the story back then when marketplace did the story and once again you know the media in this particular case had to shine light upon something that all of us knew about yeah. but we assumed they were trying to crack down on um india the story at the time as you just said said well no one's asked for help so now they the help has arrived they've been raiding call centers apparently they've arrested uh, a few dozen people now as a result of it who could face jail time but again we're talking about india here so 
it's quite well known um, that some of these call centers may be operating with the full knowledge of local law enforcement. So that's going to be a hindrance, right? Bribery and whatnot. Right, exactly. But I mean, it's good that they're starting to crack down. Uh, But uh, the RCMP is saying, as they've said all along, as all police agencies have, the best defense against this is information and Mm -hmm. to get it out there again and again and again, time and time again. Mm. CRA does not threaten you over the phone. They don't ask for payment over the phone. They don't want Bitcoin. They They don't don't want want Apple phone cards. They don't want... It's just no. not a thing, right? So it, it is a scam. Best thing you can do is hang up. Um, but, you know, while we're talking about scams, before we take the break, I guess, I wanted to mention the fat finger scam as well. Mm. Um, this was just an article on Global's website today, but it's a really interesting one. The fat fingers, you know, people say when they dial the wrong number, they go, oh, my fat fingers, mm. right? What scammers have been doing is they've been taking legitimate call center numbers. So your bank phone number that's on the back of your credit card or your service provider for your phone or your computer or whatever, whatever number, and they've been seeing if the number next to it is available and then grabbing it. So they are, six digits are correct and the seventh is one number Mm. below or above it. And then what they'll do is they know when you phone that you were probably trying to get hold of ABC Bank. So they answer with that bank name. And now you phoned them, so you would assume, well, this can't be a scam because I phoned them, right? So to use an example, they phone, they answer the phone, hi, it's Scotiabank, and uh, congratulations, you just want to cruise. Mm-hmm. I did? Well, I was just phoning to check my bank balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're our one millionth customer. Yeah. And then, of course, the ask happens. Mm-hmm. You just, uh, the cruise is free. We can get you a heck of a deal on the flights down there. And that's part of the promotion, right? So you pay 50% for the flights. And of course, you're not getting flights. You're not getting a cruise. The banks are not giving them away. There's no vacation packages. What they, and this is a hard one to stop because you phoned them. So every ounce of your reason says, well, I phoned them, so how can it possibly be a scam, right? That's why they call it the fat fingers. Yeah, and your your bank's not offering up a free cruise. It's too good to be true. Bank's not even giving me free checking. No. They give me a free I mean, they're cruise? charging us to get our money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not not to dump on the banks, but honestly. <laughs> and they, have, really? they didn't make billions last year giving away trips. <laughs> Very superstitious. You know, uh, here's an interesting question before we get into uh, ghosts and so forth after the 2.30 news. Uh, listen to this text. And, and at first, I have to admit, Glenn, when I first read your text, I thought, oh, stop. And then I read it again and thought, oh, yeah, okay. And this is what he texted. I moved on to Twilliger three years ago from Castle Downs. The first Halloween, we thought, wow, there's a lot of kids here. And then the following <laughs> year, I realized that parents were driving their yeah. kids to Twilliger. And it was nearly impossible to park your car. I'm no killjoy, but when you start ferrying in kids from all over Edmonton, enough is enough. Uh, going out tonight, so I don't have to answer the door over a hundred times to kids that don't live in the neighborhood. But so this is happening in um, in neighborhoods like Tewilliger, where there's that, especially that there's that little stretch. Halloween alley yes. coming down there. What is that, uh, Tomlinson Common or whatever it is? Yeah. But it's also over in Summerside as well. Really? Um, there's a whole. Oh yeah, there's a you know, there's you, a big you, area in Summerside, you, and it's hundreds upon yes. hundreds upon hundreds. I hadn't thought about it before yeah. this very second. 
but the way you just put it is absolutely nail on the head. Think of Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. That uh, Tomlinson Common is a lot like that. Like, yeah. everybody gets into it. There's no, I don't think, association yeah. that tells them to. No. But I have friends who live on there, more than uh, a couple of them, who tell me, like I said the other day, they get 900,000 kids. Until this second, it didn't dawn on me, well, we don't have a thousand kids in no. Terwilliger, so they're coming in from other neighborhoods, which obviously, you know, yeah. it's a good stretch and they get good candy, but that's a lot well, to ask and of it's, those and it's, people. Well, it is, and it's a part, uh, you know, for the, for those kids, it's a part of an experience because the, the houses are, are, they are, are you know, decorated. really decorated. Yeah. Um, but a friend of mine, a girlfriend who lived in that Summerside area, yeah. she's like, I can't afford to do this. I'm not, huh. I'm not doing this. Really? And, and she was getting pressure to do it up like everybody else and she says well it's just not my thing either i just don't want to yeah right and so it, it was i think she actually finally moved out of there i don't i think there was a number of reasons why but i can remember her talking about it on facebook saying it was just it was it was too much it's great if you want if y'all want to do it to that though because as a parent no i never did that we always had a route that took us around our neighborhood right wherever we lived with the kids but if, if you're a well, parent I mean, you're, you've, you guys have all decorated your houses beautifully. I mean, honestly, it's cool to see. I love that drive home on yeah. Halloween to see it all lit up yeah, and everyone's yeah. got their decorations out. So, but those folks, I think, you know, um, are expecting it. They're prepared. Those yeah. folks are prepared for it. It's, you know, everybody else, when you come down into the circle and... Uh, yeah, you can't park. Like, you know me and yeah. parking. You can't park. And I hadn't thought before yeah. this text from Glenn as to why that would be a problem, but that would be the cars yeah. coming in from outside of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even thought thought of it mm -hmm. but i don't see a solution to it honestly what's the solution well you know i i, mean, I don't know they go to go those houses and you get yeah. out i don't i don't know but the fact is the houses huh. are close together it's boom 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 it's yeah. nice and easy i mean when i was a kid there was always the houses that you wanted to go to right yeah. reed's dairy the folks that own reed's dairy gave out chocolate milk so you yeah. always went to that place Lorac's uh, house when he yeah lived when here, he had yeah. the full the big uh, toblerone, toblerone candy bars yeah. right so the you go ones. to the big ones and you know that um and so you know it's it's part of your own doing by you know having this this great spirit and maybe it's not a problem for those folks who are into that spirit it's about everybody else around who is yeah. just put a pumpkin out maybe got a i don't know a couple hundred of the small little chocolate bars right and, but at the end of it you close your doors close your door and turn the sign off and that's I what you do so. it is crazy i've though. had to do that when i lived in Twilliger. It's like i had no idea well, that that was going to happen like i say when i drive home so i i'll be driving yeah. home after six Oh, they'll be out. It is packed. incredible. It's packed all the way down yep. that street. Then I turned down my street. Nobody. Nobody. And like I said, Carol got one year, nine people at the yeah. door, and that was it. And then you compare that to one block over, 900 yeah. people. But that's a big, big loop right there, nice yeah. and easy for everyone oh, to Oh, it's go one into. straight line. Yep. Work it all the way down one side, all the way back. Yeah, yeah. so that's the tricky thing. But, hmm. uh, you know, for those of you who get into it and, and love it, you know, that uh, good on you. But boy, oh boy, for others, it can be a real pain in the butt. Yeah, I mean, many people are saying, like you just did, well, just turn off the turn lights off and the say lights. no more candy. Yeah. And we'll do it at our place. So we don't get, you know, my cul-de-sac out, uh, you know, out in the bush there has, what, maybe 12 homes. I think most yeah, of the kids. I was going to say, don't you need an Uber to go door-to-door -to -door <laughs> at your place? Most <laughs> of the kids out there, we don't have a whole lot of young kids. And, mm -hmm. and the families with young kids go to the to the neighborhoods where their young kids' families are, like their, their mutual friends, and go trick-or-treating there. Yeah, really, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know what else to tell you on that. I, I, I guess, yeah. Turn out your lights, put a sign up, empty the bowl, 
and uh, wash off the eggs in the morning. What was it? Put someone said, cut up a, a head of broccoli. Science says take one piece only. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> the six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.